0: I am not a werewolf, but I am your host Scott O'Dell, and I'm joined by special guest returning host Jeff Gars. <laughs> I'm
1: not a guest returning <laughs> okay. host. I've Jeff just been, been, been very traveling the world. Busy. I wasn't traveling traveling the country. The nation. Jeff and Nation. Host Cody Dorgensen. Hi, Scott. I'm still here.
0: What do you guys want to talk about? Games. Should we jump right into social media? Sounds
1: like you didn't talk about games very much last episode. So <laughs> we we did. We talked about some. When games. I when I'm not here, the wheels fall off. I think is what I learned. I said mm. that
0: Speed Two was better than Ghostbusters Two,
1: which is I've seen neither of those movies. So.
2: that's probably the best answer to it. But <laughs> Ghostbusters Two is better than Speed Two.
1: Is Ghostbusters Two the? Is there actually a Ghostbusters Two, or is that like the remake that they made with like Ghostbusters, Kristen Wiig and? There Res is Woody? a Ghostbusters Two. Yes. Okay. It's like what, a separate. Yeah. Yes
0: but it's not really about busting ghosts no like that's what i'm gonna say I feel
1: like i feel like this is already this is already going off the rails yeah so let's no, not re- try real quick media. speed
0: 2 at least is about a vehicle going too fast ghostbusters 2 was like uh like antithetical to what it's supposed to be about
2: well it was i mean there's oh a there's a ghost in the painting <laughs> like they busted some ghosts
0: uh, it's more like a boss fight all right um <laughs> Let's talk about something I want to talk about, which is social media, because Eric wrote in to talk about newsfjord and Jeff's played it finally. I finally played Newsfjord
2: Uh, we're we're like Newsfjord crazy. I feel like we're ahead of the curve. This game is going to get a ton of mainstream buzz, and we're going to have been like so tired of talking about it. And our it's our I mean, listeners are certainly tired of it. Was I'm going to be. It, I'm going to be that the email is that the listener? No,
0: Eric was saying uh, that he enjoyed it and he would played it, and he was saying he took my advice and went for shares early. Uh, and he did pretty well that way.
1: Um, I'm going to be at Gen Con in late August, and I'm imagining I'm going to see a lot of this game being played.
2: Yeah, I think so. He has another
1: one out right now. I don't remember what.
2: Uve? Yeah, he's got something else similar out.
0: Yeah, I was hearing about that one. Um, so Eric said, "I think this is Uve's best game. It's way better than Agricola. It's it's the
2: best Uve game I've played. I wouldn't. Say, I haven't played them all, so fair, fair. I think it's better than Patchwork, though." I agree. With this what Scott. What's Eric said. Idea?
0: I no. I, I'm just. I'm just smiling about how good you guys think the game is because Eric also likes the game, and he said, "I see why Scott Adele likes this game so much. Very close game. Very thinky. Even more. Uh, every move matters." I listened to Scott's advice and collected shares. It almost won me the game. And then a couple of days later, he had a tweet that says, "Doctor K stole my action on the last turn, or I would have won the game." If I'll, I'll reiterate, I said this game could be the best game. It probably is the best game ever made. I, oh, my God. I I'm just saying. to say
2: that because as soon as you say that, then we all have to go, no, it's not, Scott. And I don't want to say it's okay. not the best game ever made, so I'm not going to say I'll, that. It fine.
0: I'll say that it could potentially be the best game ever made. S- S-
1: Speaking good. of this conversation, I was at Origins Game Fair a couple of days ago, a couple of, about a week ago, and I saw Mr. Stephen Bonacore, who is the publisher or the, he's the head of the company that Struggle. published Terraforming Mars mm-hmm. and I told him that we have this debate very often about whether or not Terraforming Mars is the best game ever made and he, he was very I, I assumed he would like laugh and say something like well you're, you know, you're right because you say it is he said it's not for everybody but there's a reason it's number four on BGG <laughs> There you go.
0: I guess when you can point to the scoreboard, right. So you don't have to brag. That about sounds like game. a very polished. He sounds like a businessman at this point in his life. <laughs> did you? Did you tell him about the podcast? Did you say, "Hey, you yeah. should listen to our podcast"? So uh, he hey, won't. But hey, to Stephen Bonacore
2: You never know. He's sitting at his desk. He's doing lots of work. He could be listening to this very episode right
0: now. He's a very nice man. So Jeff likes the game. Yeah, I like Newsfjord. Cody likes the game. I like the game yeah. already. You're batting pretty high because we like different stuff. Yeah, Eric likes the game. And Eric um, likes different spiel stuff. on regular Brent likes the game, and he's very he's like me, like, he hates everything. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone pretty much likes the game. Now, you could say maybe it's not as deep as something like uh terraforming Mars, or you know, like, it's not as long and it's not as meaty, but it doesn't need to be as long if it's still pretty weighty for how long it is.
2: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I I, if you're if you play a two player game, let's say it takes you 35 minutes, like just turn around and play it again if you want a meteor mm-hmm. experience like yeah. just and one of the players will definitely
0: want to play again <laughs> yeah yeah
2: yeah for sure I, I was surprised at the two player count I expected it to be very limited I expected it to be very cutthroat because I'd played the higher player counts with all the extra yeah. actions but what I found was is through the strategies available to me I literally couldn't do everything I wanted to with my 21 actions in a game so when somebody bo- when Candace boxed me out of a particular plan it was like yeah, okay, I guess I'll go build this building. I'll, I'll see if I can combo this thing over here instead. So I was expecting it to be uh, more uh, cramped than it was on the available actions. But yeah. like she built no ships. She built one ship the whole game. And I like filled Ow. my ship thing. She crushed me. She,
1: yeah. But anyway. I was I was just happy because Scott told me 40 was a good score and I got 36 on my first game.
2: I, mean, I can't have scored 37. Yeah, I scored 30 and that's the most I've ever scored
0: in it. Wow. So, What have you guys been playing? New short. <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: I've I played one time a new cooperative game. I wanted to bring today, but we ended up playing a different cooperative game that we'll talk about later. Um so I'm I'm eager to to play it again. It is the unofficial sequel by a different designer to Hanabi. Ooh. It is I'm intrigued. It is called uh Beyond Baker Street. Oh yeah, and, I have heard of this. And game. <laughs> so they they put Why it, did they
0: choose Sherlock Holmes
2: for a name? So Cause it's free. I, I was gonna say I I'm uh, I haven't researched this, but I'm pretty sure Sherlock Holmes is now in the public domain because it's yep. freaking everywhere.
1: And eighty and, years after the death of the and, author is the law, and I'm pretty sure uh, we've hit that.
2: And nowhere, nowhere in this particular game, did it truly feel like I was like solving a Sherlock's Holmes thing. Like it felt like I was playing Hanabi, but with a more complicated uh, win condition. Yeah,
1: we actually just hit. uh, Arthur Conan Doyle died in 1930, so in 2010, it became public domain. Did
0: you say I do deduce, dear Watson?
2: No, I did not, because none of us are Watson. We're all up and coming detectives trying to solve a case before uh, Holmes. And so, do any of you have
0: opium addictions?
2: Everybody, yes, <laughs> it, it actually comes with little little bags. Of opium. That's how you
1: get. Yeah. So that's your extra
2: action. Is you just, yeah. you know, <laughs> smoke some bags. Some games opium. come with extra empty baggies, and this one, it's bags of open. All right, Opium's well you guys, you guys took that question, <laughs> <laughs> and went the opposite way I was expecting. So, uh, in the game, there is a timer. So the most it can ever be at the easiest setting, Sherlock Holmes will start at twenty, and if he ever gets to zero, he solved the riddle. And before you, before you, and you lose. (laughs) Okay, so so any of the really good actions you can take, like so, like Hanabi, your hand is facing away from you, and there are different suits and different numbers. And you can tell any other player at the board, hey, all of these cards in your hand, you know, these two cards are this color, or these two cards are this number, and you can tell them that information. That action moves him one step closer so you can't do that very much which is it feels so weird because in hanabi you're always doing that uh and so there's there's a lot of this clue giving and playing cards but there's like five different piles you can play your cards to
0: does it lend itself to people table talking and cheating uh
2: yeah just like every other co-op there's there's that that thing where you can just sort of you can do more than you can do more than you're supposed to and you you do it with two words so there's no build up and there's no hey hey don't do that like it's like oh you have just revealed information <laughs> yeah but uh, what I found was there was the, the thing that I thought was more fun than Hanabi is because of how infrequently you're telling people information you have to hold on to that information for a lot longer and uh, do you like that we were missing it hard like somebody would be sitting there and it would be like well, I know this one is a five and I know this one is a Brown card and like, it wouldn't be a Brown card at all. And (laughs) the the table would be like, Oh, (laughs) Oh no, (laughs) we're, we're doomed. So, uh, I've only played it the one time we, well, we played it twice in the setting. We won both times. There were, everybody had a unique character ability and some of the characters were helpful and some of them were, were worse. Like some of the characters made the game harder and and according to the rules, you just deal them out. So you could get all helpful characters. You could get all terrible characters and make the game way harder. Can you be Toby? Is that the dog? Yeah. Yes.
1: Good. That's all I want out of a Sherlock <laughs> yes. Holmes game is I want to be able to be Toby. Yes, you can, and he's really good. Of course, he is. Mm-hmm. I think I think I've played this game, but I don't remember anything about it.
2: Yeah, it's cool. it it, the two sherlock holmesy things are the sherlock holmes silhouette on the holmes token and there's a discard pile you have to eliminate things and anytime you eliminate stuff uh it's using the saying from the series if once you've eliminated everything uh that's impossible whatever's left no matter how improbable is the truth like that's what it's doing so you have to like (laughs) the discard pile is the impossible pile is it doing
0: that elegantly maybe. Okay.
2: Yeah. I so I again, I don't know. Um we argued at the table when we played. So, we'll just have to see. We'll have to <laughs> Was there alcohol involved? No. No. Okay. It was just it was just a cooperative board game. <laughs>
1: Some people cooperate better than others. <laughs> uh Jeff, what have you been playing? Well, I went to Origins Game Fair. What? So I had been expecting to play a lot. All the new hotness. Uh unfortunately, this year is pretty low pretty Slim for new board games, I feel like, Hmm. which I think makes it a good year to dig dig in deeper to some games that you really enjoy. But yeah, I was surprised at the number of games that were not coming out. um, That people were talking, there wasn't there wasn't any one game that everyone was kind of talking about. There was no buzz. It was just really surprising. But there were a couple new games that I played. Um, I'll talk about two. One of them very briefly, and one of them a little bit more in depth. The one I'll talk about briefly is called Witches of the Revolution. And this is a game in which you play a group of witches trying to help the American <laughs> colonist American oh, gotcha. colonies. Are you accused the of the witches revolution- or are you actual witches. the revolution? They're not accusing you. You're helping them win the Revolutionary but I mean, are War. are you actually witches or? Yes. Okay. Uh, this is a deck builder and it is not fun. Um, <laughs> it's. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. First of all, it's it's very difficult to win. Uh, But second of all it is just not enjoyable essentially. I mean it's it's as dry and themeless like as much as the theme sounds interesting mm-hmm. the theme being infused into the game is almost non-existent. There's a tyranny track that kind of gives you a little bit of theme, but essentially, your matching symbol like it, it plays kind of like Marvel Legendary, where you flip over a card, it gives you a bunch of symbols that you have to get in order to defeat that card. Is this you game... play those symbols, you defeat the card, you get the bonus. Is it published?
0: Yeah, okay. I mean, if you say it's a deck builder and it's bad, like that's all I need to know.
1: yeah.
2: So uh, Witches of the Revolution don't get baited into that. It, it sounds
1: like an interesting theme. Like yeah. it sounds like an intriguing enough theme that I would want to play it. Um, but it, it really is like a worse version of Marvel le- Legendary. So the All other right. one I want to talk about a little bit more in depth is a new cool mini or not game that was getting a ton of play. It sold out at Origins. Uh, and that is called Dragon Castle. And it's not one of their big box, tons of miniatures. In fact, there are no miniatures in this game. Um, that's the or not. That's the or not of the yeah. cool mini or not. <laughs> um but if you like mahjong, if you're if you if, if anyone in your family <laughs> That's my, I'm pretty mahjong. Sure mahjong, yeah. mahjong, whatever. <laughs> mahjong, if you like chess, if you or anyone checkers. in your family likes mahjong, uh this is a great game because basically what you do is you build up a castle in the center using mahjong tiles mm-hmm. and then the players deconstruct the castle uh, according to different rules you have to pick one from the top and then you can pick one from anywhere else you can take one from the top and take a take a roof of a castle basically you're deconstructing a castle in the center and rebuilding your own miniature castle in front of you and uh, once you have four tiles that are the same color that are touching you score those tiles and you place these little roofs on top, which are also going to score you additional points at the end. So what you're trying to do is lay them out in such a way that you can get as many as possible when you connect them. Because if you just if once there are four touching each other, you have to score it. So you're trying to put them on your castle in a way that they're not quite touching yet, so you can kind of put in a piece at the end and finish the puzzle so that they then are all connected and you can score them. Hmm. Um, so it's kind of a puzzly game. It's pretty light. Um but it, it was enjoyable. It was a forty-five minute game. Um but if you like Mahjong then So there's no dragons that swoop in and burn out your huts. Yeah, are there dragons? There are dragons, but not oh. they're they they do not swoop down. It's just the, the the dragons are the game end timer. Oh.
2: So they do at the during this the scoring you phase. you how you many, design
0: a game, you put the theme on the timer and then you're good, right? you can do whatever you want. Yeah. yeah.
2: I'm a disappointed at how little dragon there was in that.
0: I'm a disappointed nice that you're not coming back with more new hotness.
1: I know. Hopefully Gen <laughs> Con will be a little bit better. Um, mm. But it just, there's, it doesn't really, usually there's one or two games that is ju- that yeah. are just like, can it's I, the Can thing. I ask you to get a demo on one, even if you don't play the whole game? I can try. What is it? Lowlands. Lowland. Can you try playing Lowlands? I can try.
2: It's, it's, uh it's a little Euro-y, but it's about sheep farming. <laughs> okay, I'll try. It, it's supposed to be really good. <laughs> is it Euro there is trash?
1: A, there is a new, there are two new legacy games coming <laughs> out. I don't think um, so. At, at Gen Con that I'm going to get more legacy them. games. The that first me called, once. That's
0: the perfect place to sell them is at Gen Con because then you can sell
1: The first is, called, down, Spy right? Cl- first is called Spy Club, uh, which is actually a light legacy game. They were demoing it at Origins. I wasn't able to play a demo of it, but people were saying it was pretty good. Um, it's a it's a lighter legacy game. Almost looks like not, ki- not a kid's game, but a kid-friendly game. Mm. Uh, but you kind of play this group of neighborhood kids going around and solving neighborhood mysteries. The other one that's coming out, which was announced a long time ago and no one ever thought would see the light of day, uh, is Ultimate Werewolf Legacy, and I can't imagine it's going to be good. I'm going to pass on that one. I know you are. I'm not. Jeff, you ready for this? I think I'm going to get it. <laughs> I think I'm going to buy it and try it with my homeroom just because I want to see how it works. Like yeah. I just need to see in my homeroom there. It's like a group of kids that are there for 30 minutes anyway, so they might as well play a game of werewolf. Can I come to your g- sure. class and play but werewolf? <laughs> I, it's like I can't imagine it's going to be good, but I, I just kind of have to, I, th- I feel like I have to peek under the curtain.
2: That's that that to me is the only explanation for leg, or for uh, legacy games still selling like how many times do we have to get burned by legacy games before how many like,
1: legacy games have you been burned by
2: well i wouldn't say i was totally burned by charterstone but we haven't played mm-hmm. it in a long played, long time i have not played charterstone and seafall was
1: barf in a bag okay i would agree with that um so so two 2 well, you've been burned by two. have you been burned by 2 euros in the past
2: yeah. <laughs> See, but you still play euros. But how many euros are there? Like, I've been burned by like, like fifteen percent of the total number of legacy games ever made. I would imagine you
1: didn't like fifteen percent of the euros you've played. Uh, maybe you're right. I'm just saying. I, I like there. We have it has been proven that legacy games can work. Yes. Yeah. Maybe buying everyone is a stretch. It's been, but proven, that with, so it's you, been proven that they can also not work. So It's been proven that you know can
0: what work. Spielcast needs to do is we need to do the campaign of um, the mall game where your monsters are your magic maze magic maze, maze. We, we need, need to, to play go that through campaign that whole campaign and throw it up okay. online I have
2: had more fun playing that game since my initial reaction which to that game was I hate playing this game but I enjoy the moments after the game where we talk about it like a game stresses me out but I wouldn't mind playing the campaign because it does the rules build and you get
0: back the rules build it. yeah, yeah. Let's and do you it. throw it up online and People would watch it, I'm sure. I like it. My mom might. Scott, what have you been playing that's not News Fjord*. Terra Mystica. <gasps> I played that with you. You did. We played Terra Mystica. Still never played Terra Mystica. Cody's now played it once. I've played it twice. Three times? A lady? Nope. Terra Mystica is pretty good. It still Next holds up. Next you play up. it, you will be a lady. Then I will get to say yes. You need to play again, Cody, so you remember better. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what did you think? Does it hold up? It de- it holds up. It's a very good game. Yeah. I have
1: it on the iPad. I just haven't oh. played it on the iPad yet. <coughs>
0: uh, well, you've played Clans, and Clans copies a lot from...
2: Yeah,
1: it's a... Clans of Caledonia? <coughs> yeah. But I didn't enjoy it. It's that. a
2: very... Yeah. They're very, very similar.
0: They're very similar. I think the parts you didn't like about Clans probably aren't present in... Uh, but Terramiscus is, is good. I think it is holds up. Is the lack
1: of fun present in Terramiscus? You know? I, didn't like I think it's
0: probably things. more fun than Clans, in my opinion, but... It's more... Clans is
1: like more accessible.
2: And it's got these gratifying little miniatures. Clans
0: barrier entry is lower, I would agree. Yeah. Like it's... I don't know. It's good. We also played uh, Heaven and Ale again. We did. And i played it a couple times. And I just keep jonesing to play
2: it, even though I'm terrible at it. Like I was just thinking... I, was yeah. j- I, just, I tr- almost suggested to play it today with you guys. I'm like, well, we Jeff solved the again.
0: game. You just get the purple discs early and often, and you win. Like... You don't worry about building up an efficient engine. You just get the actual thing that gives you endgame stuff and win.
1: Did I win that game?
0: You you demolished us at Heaven and Ale because you stole all the purple discs. Uh, the other thing that I've been playing, i played with you guys today. Yeah, let's get into that. So should we talk about The Mind first? I think so. A light opener of a game. The Mind yeah. is a 20-minute game for two to four players. It was nominated for Spiel des Jahres this year. The designer is
1: Wolfgang Walsh. And he, he had like three games nominated for Spiel and Kennerspiel together. Huh. Yeah. Uh, so this is... Uh, can we agree that this is basically the game? It's a follow-up for sure to the game. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've played the game Spiel so long du kannst, which is the subtitle of the game. But if you've played the game, um, y- this will feel very familiar. It's essentially the game without turns. And with only one pile. So Scott, do you want to explain a little bit how it works?
0: Sure. Instead of two piles like the game, there's one pile. And on your turn, you take a card. I'm sorry, you don't have turns. Your goal is to play the lowest card that you guys cooperatively have between the two, three, or four of you. So for example, if I have a one in my hand, I know that that's lower than what they can have. But if I have a ten in my hand, I don't know if I have the lowest card or not. So then you have to just awkwardly look at each other and figure out, is my lowest card lower than their lowest card? And Mm -hmm. for the first level, you get one card. And for the 10th level, you get 10 cards. And so it gets harder and harder as you build up. But you also have two cool little powers. One of them is a throwing star where you can all discard your lowest card. And that's really helpful because it can give you information about how low everyone's hand is. And the other cool power is your life. So you basically get start with three life, and then you can get a couple throughout the game, and that's mistakes that you can have. And when Jeff first explained this game, I thought it was going to be impossible to win, um, but we won. We to be did. fair,
1: uh, Scott at throughout the game and Cody a little bit towards oh, the end oh, cheated terribly. Jeff, like immediately Jeff. Scott cheated. His first card in his hand, he was like, hey, remember that year that the Huskers won the national championship for the first time?
2: That's not what he said, but yeah, okay. Um, (laughs) What did he say? I don't know, but I knew exactly what year. Oh, it was Tom Osborne or something like that. Um, Well, okay, so here's where it gets interesting from the rule book I'm reading now. The players must not disclose anything about their own cards. No sharing of information. No secret signals. So what does that mean? Like... Like that's that is not good enough. Like that is not a specific a specific enough rule set. It's, like mm. physically say no talking. If if you if that's what you want, if you only want body language, then physically say no
0: talking and no pre-planned signals. But it's just like Hanabi or the game or any of these other hidden deduction cooperative games where everyone makes up their own yeah, what's I mean, allowed and what's I not agree. allowed. Like the first time I played Hanabi. You know we did terribly and then afterward people were like well no you do this if this happens and this and I was like well I didn't know that right and this game mm-hmm. says you can't do that but what we ended up doing was if you had a jump of 10 for the next card in your hand you probably were gonna hesitate to play it and then if no one else wanted to commit to playing it then you played it right. and it worked pretty well
2: I, I I will say I thought it was gonna be dumber than it was um, I was really expecting it to just be stupid I, um,
0: I had a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed it. It was fun. It. Yeah. I
2: it was fun. Um, I think it actually got more fun the later in the game we got, like when we started that. having more cards in our hands. And I didn't
1: have to shuffle it every four seconds.
2: Yeah, shuffling a hundred cards in
1: between
0: rounds.
2: That's, Ten times. That's no good.
0: Yeah, that that can be changed, especially for the first five rounds when you're only you're only getting rid of you know one two three you know like mm-hmm. you don't need to shuffle the first couple times.
2: I agree. Uh, I will say I don't think this is as good as the game. I don't think so. I think
0: it's more enjoyable. I don't think it's as good, maybe, but it's as enjoyable. The
1: the thing I like about this better than the game is that there is a way in the game where it is physically impossible to win, whereas here you always have a chance. You could lose all three of your lives in the first and second round Mm -hmm. and still win the game. Still win the mind, sorry. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Still win this game, whereas with the game... It could the card configuration could just be such that it's impossible to win. So I like that better about this, and I like the not. I, I think I like this better than the game, but I'm not a huge fan of either.
2: This fits the category of novel enough that I want to own it, so that when I'm trying to prove to people that board games can be weird and cool at the same time, uh, that I will I will show it to them. Like people yeah. who don't know how to play games, like it doesn't matter. Like this this to me is a really good parlor trick to sort of show off your game collection to non-gamers
1: you also brought up a really great place for this as well
2: oh yeah corporate gatherings like corporate team building events yes specifically i would prohibit speaking then because you're trying to like limits are just good like limits like hard boundaries are important and so this game i get the point of this game this game is like ethereal connection and we're gonna like all that but put a physical boundary on it give me a hard fast rule you cannot talk during this game
0: I don't know that it needs that right away, though. Like maybe for like,
2: Uh, I think it does because immediately players are going to push the limit of what is discussing your hand,
0: and that's 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 valuable in and of itself, though. Because if you put a group of four people down and you say these 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 are your constraints, they're gonna like break the rules as much as they can, and then maybe like four or five rounds in, you say now you can't talk or something. Because I'm specifically thinking because I'm doing a corporate event tomorrow and. One of the things I've learned is like the game needs to have a low barrier to entry. I need to be able to explain it quickly and people Mm -hmm. need to be able to get it quickly. And unfortunately, uh, the game, the game is not like that game is not an easy teach for how complicated it is. This is much simpler to understand. I feel
1: like if you're trying to make it easier to teach, though, Cody's solution is good, which is you don't, because if you say you're not allowed to discuss your hand, then you're going to get a lot of, well, is this discussing my hand? Whereas if you just say you're not allowed to talk then that's a much easier way to teach it. Yeah, but fair I do enough. think it would it's an interesting addition if you take on the corporate outing, corporate team building perspective to say that talking is allowed under these constraints because then you could start to learn something about the people in the table right? And like what do they consider discussing mm-hmm. their hand could actually be valuable information right. if you're a company.
0: I mean, what we learned about me was I was more okay with bending the rules as long as I was going to help the team win.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. I was more like this is what we were given, we can't. The means justify the ends.
0: I mean, it's important to know that about your coworkers.
1: I agree. <laughs> or not.
2: Which one of you will throw me under the bus? <laughs> All right. Good to know.
0: To save the company and those are the people you promote.
1: So, <laughs> what's that from uh, the booze cruise on the office where Michael Scott says, "If the boat's sinking, who do you save?" Salesmen and profit centers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um the other game we played.
2: Yes, this is uh, functionally the topic of the show,
0: right?
1: Yeah, this one is about as opposite as you could get from The Mind, I would say.
0: Yeah. It does kind of it did kind of make me think like there's a place for tweener games. Like Marcus has a place at serious game tables because in between playing Altiplano, you could play The Mind and then you could play Yeah. something more heavy.
1: Altiplano was the other game we played. By Renegade
0: Game Studios, Reiner Stockhausen,
1: which has, I think, one of the most interesting covers. Like, I don't know if I like it or not, but it's interesting.
0: I think it's misleading. So I agree with that. Altiplano has an alpaca on the cover, is what Jeff's referencing, with a with a very severe underbite. Yes,
1: (laughs) he does have a very severe. It's a very
2: colorful box. It's a super colorful box, and the artwork is is great. The artwork is like '90s Nickelodeon. Uh, cartoons. Yes, that's true. Do you
0: want to describe the game, Cody?
2: Sure, I will. Well, Altiplano, Plano, I don't know. It's Altiplano. Altiplano by Reiner Stockhausen uh, is his follow-up to Scott's favorite game, Orléans, or as we say in South Central Nebraska, Orleans. Orléans. Um, Orléans. So this is his follow-up to that game. Um, It is definitely a Euro game. Uh, There are
1: but it's set in South America.
2: It is set in South America. You're 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 walking through mountains and going to markets, and uh, I guess the core function of the game and how it is being built is that it is a bag builder, um, which I'm assuming Orléans did too. Absolutely, it's identical. Uh, to so. Uh, it's similar to a deck builder. You get tokens that are all the same shape. And as you get them, you put them into the bag like quarriers when you use, when you grab your dice. Um, and it, on your turn, you get to draw out your hand size of tokens. And then you use those tokens on, uh, on the various actions on the board. So it restricts your movement. So you can only go to a couple of places each round. So you have to sort of decide where you're going to place your tokens and how you're going to upgrade them. There's three or four different tiers of resources, which I found really interesting that it was actually the primary resources were the hardest ones to originate. Like the like the simple, simple resources that were, weren't worth any points right. were really hard to manufacture. So each of us got one to start the game, but if you wanted a different primary uh, resource that sort of like led you up a new tech tree you had to work really hard to get it. And I I didn't catch that until about halfway through the game when when I was kind of out of it uh, to get those things. So uh, we're going around and around and we're taking turns and we're placing our tokens and then we're discarding our tokens into a little bin. And whenever we reach into our bag and don't have enough tokens, we put all the tokens from our bin in. So you're never spending the tokens. You're using them to generate something and then they go back in your bag. So um, it plays in about two hours.
0: It's... Uh, the box is 60 to 120 <clears throat> so probably 30 minutes per yeah. person is what it's saying
2: yeah and the three of us played it in two
0: mm.
2: in two hours yeah it was two I checked it um, after we taught Cody uh, you had to teach me to um, I would say it could have been over 20 minutes before it was over and again that to get into the criticism right away that's what this game is lacking is a way to to trip the end game like and and i guess that's on me as a new player not recognizing that i needed to just keep my engine churning a little bit longer but i was there like i did all of the things i wanted to do i got i got all my resources stored up to max points and i was ready to end the game and i just physically couldn't get the resources
1: to end the game i just couldn't trigger an end condition. so you
0: you've we've firmly crossed over to critiques right
1: But but I, I think what Cody's saying is really important because basically you start out with a couple of resources and you sort of build up your engine, gaining resources, gaining resources, gaining resource, and then gaining resources. And then at the end, you, what you want to do is dump them all into your storage.
2: And score a bunch of points. And yeah.
1: score a bunch of points. And if you've dumped them all into your storage too soon, then what happened to Cody happens and you're sitting there doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Whereas yesterday, like, I had timed it perfectly to where on the last turn, I dumped my last resources into storage. And so it worked perfectly and worked really well.
2: But it's a little weird because it's it's a deck builder. And it like, is a deck builder. In, in, in deck building, you want to you purge your deck. You want as efficient of a deck. I want to know exactly what I'm getting out of the bag. I didn't even use my bag the last right. six, seven turns of the game because I had exactly the number of tokens that I would, was going to draw anyway. So I didn't even have to draw them out of the bag. I just put – I just I, – I wasn't – there was no randomness in it, which felt really
0: good. I knew exactly what I was I th- doing. I think what you guys are harping on, like you, you've you kind of got the symptom right. And I think what you did, Cody, which is you stored some of your – you got rid of some of the cards and put them away so they weren't in your, your deck or your bag quickly, which was good and it kept your engine efficient. Um, the problem I had with early on, which is – and you. I know you didn't play this because I mm-hmm. didn't. I didn't like this game at all. I, didn't, I had a lot of problems early on. The biggest problem is there were not enough resources for how long the game took, which meant that you would literally have a bunch of like actions that you couldn't do because you couldn't get more resources, and all the resources are worth points. And so then you have turns at the end of the game where you're literally not doing anything, and mm-hmm. other players are are catching up. And that's exactly which what really happened. happened to Cody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if, if
1: the game had ended when you wanted it to, you um, would, have I would have destroyed wanted. us. Yeah.
0: Um, and it's unconscionable that that <laughs> is the same problem from that game to this game. So um,
1: I, I feel like so we, if, yeah, if, you, if you increase the player count to five, because I've only played it with three players. Scott, was your other game with three players? Yeah, I was with you. Okay. Uh, b- oh, but you hadn't played it. Oh, yet. this one says five. So, yeah, But I'm, I'm saying if we had played it with five... I feel like you solve that problem a little bit. The game's going to end quicker because essentially the game ends when one of the resource pools is depleted. Um, And usually what happens is in each resource pool, there's two or three different resources. And what usually happens is one of those gets completely depleted, but nobody has an engine that builds the other one. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if you have five players, it's more likely that one of those is going to get depleted really quick because there might be two people both working on that engine. Yeah, I, I see that but I think that makes the I I feel like that part makes the game better but the part that's going to make the game worse is five people like planning their turns like waiting for that one person each time like that's going to really I think slow down the game and so I think there's kind of a give and take when you increase the player count on this So
2: I started out really negative like I I came I introduced the game and then immediately complained about it Um, did you like did you guys like this game? I guess I don't know if you even liked it.
1: So what I said yesterday, and I think I stick by this, is I I hate just about every individual aspect of this game, but I really like the game as a whole. That's weird. Like if, if you told me if you told me there was going to be a game where I could, uh, literally, just trade resources for other resources, <laughs> like you have a food and now you have a stone and you have a stone, and but now they're you not have a resources. They're they're income or cards. Sure. Yeah, it's a deck builder. You like that builders. Um, and then you told me, oh, and there's contracts as well. Ooh, who doesn't love contracts? Oh, and there's an action board. Oh, who doesn't love an action market board, right? I would say that sounds like the worst game ever. But I really like what, I, I like what it does as a whole. I think there are problems with it, but I like the game as a whole. And the fact that the game that we just played had, it was like 186 to 181. No, 181 to 176 to 170. Like, that's mm-hmm. really close. Yeah, in a two hundred point game, uh, so I think that that says something good. It's very well balanced.
2: I actually liked the game. I, I, oh. I liked the game, and I think had if I played it again, I would play much differently. And I would again try to end the game earlier. I would I would make sure that I didn't block myself from ending the game early. Like before, I went on a early point gambit. I would make sure that I had the resources to to then turn around and get rid of a pile of resources so i could end the game um i really i like the theme which is silly yeah let's um, talk about the theme so, so altiplano you're you're alpaca farmers um there's alpacas well everywhere. are you no you're not a well you could be i was
0: yeah or you could be a miner or you could be a fisherman so altiplano <laughs> is a plateau a step 3,000 feet above the sea level in bolivia and peru and that's the theme it's just a resource game i think jeff's comment was like this game has no theme it's a solo shiro oh i totally disagree with that i stand by that oh it's this is that's the funny thing what if i told you this was a a uh french game where you were getting knights and yeah like it's the same exact game you just change what the resources are yeah yeah instead of instead of collecting you know wool from alpaca your your resources are literally like members of the clergy or whatever like yeah, yeah i guess it's a cute, so but I, I agree it's a cute fun theme it's, and it's fun to yeah. put it out back on your box it doesn't correlate to the gameplay um at all. I, I like... So I don't know if the rules specifically said it, but
2: there's a starting player token that is a a, a 3D alpaca that you kind of oh, put, I love you that. put together. And I don't know if you're supposed to pass that amongst the players, but instead... You w- are, I think. He, we just... He, we had him look at the starting player. Because it's huge. It's a <laughs> huge tile. <laughs> Which yeah. I really
0: appreciate it. I like, like,
2: oh, the alpaca's looking at me now. Yeah, it's, I, a, good I go six, first. it's a good six. It's a good six-inch I'm the starting time. player. Um,
0: I stole that from Rado, though, so I... We, yeah. I, I like...
2: I, I like the resources. I liked a lot, like the way that they tiered up. I thought was really interesting. Um, you know how you start with an alpaca and then you use that alpaca to get some wool, and then you can use that wool to get to make some rugs. And like, I just I,
1: it, and that was I, the only part where the actual tearing up of the resources made sense to me, though. Like, yeah. how does a fish in a food you start lead to a f- food?
0: You start with stone, and then you then you get ore, and then you get silver. You get silver. Well, I think it's silver jewelry, maybe yeah, bracelets.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. But like, I had one that was you get a fish, and you get a, you pay a fish to get an ore. Like that's not a yeah, natural. Yeah, not make any so, sense. Some of the progressions just didn't make sense. Yeah.
2: That one. The, uh, you might uh, be right. That it, it might be it. It might be a. Paste it on theme, but, but it's a really good theme to paste on, like, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's, and yep. like I said, it's pretty well, like for me,
1: like just saying it's just another Souls Hero doesn't mean that the theme yeah. isn't good, it means that the theme yeah. and the gameplay are not connected. Which is, f- if that's the type of game, oh, you like, that's fine. There's
2: a mission expansion included. Did you know the mi- that the missions are an expansion? Yes, yes I did. I did that. not. Can you know imagine
0: that? playing that game without it? And it's just like, go, you have no starting yeah. missions, like the missions yeah, help so you weird. actually know what to do. Hmm. Um, I'll. Before I answer if I like this game, I, I have to just go back and I have to explain again. In Orleans, you uh, we played it five players a couple times, and I played it four players. I played it five players first, and five players was like a Kickstarter exclusive, and they didn't give you more pieces. And you ran out of tiles, and you were literally just like, the game's not over, but I can't do anything with my actions, mm-hmm. which is a little unforgivable, but they pa- pasted it on for a Kickstarter, right? Then I played it four player, and that still happened. And then we played it today, and there were still... Multiple areas where we could take actions, but we couldn't get anything for those actions, and we just had to sit there and wait till the game was over. Mm-hmm. Um, that is not okay. The backbuilding aspect mechanic of the game I really like, and my takes almost opposite of Jeff's. Like I really like a lot of the parts of the game, but it's just the whole of the game does not match up. Hmm. Um, but if you like, if backbuilding sounds clever to you, or you really just want to have alpacas. Um, or you really like games that lead to AP, because this game does. i played this game with people who AP a lot. Um, like there, there is a lot to like here. I don't think the whole package is, 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 I don't know what the right word is. Like I don't know that it's it's done being play tested. Um, there's a big aspect that this game had that Orléans did not have at this game. You had to physically place your worker in areas to take the corresponding actions. And in on, you did not do that. Like you could just take all the actions and not have to move around. And so this also introduced this kind of restrictive element that kind of added a little bit of strategy. Like you had to maybe plan to move ahead. But it also it also just made a game that's really not that complicated. Just take longer and drag out a little bit. I think your standard has
2: gotten too high early <laughs> <laughs> <was> old uh, <laughs> I'm not talking about Orleans. on I'm saying like this is just it's good like sure it's not perfect but it's a f- it's fun like it, it's fun to play okay. and there are gratifying elements of the game where you get to make big combos and you get to make big turns and you, you can even just be sort of doing the things that the game tells you to do like well I've got these two tokens and the game says I can put them here so I'll just put them there and you do that a couple of times and you realize oh I've I sort of cornered the the game of this. Like, I'm the person in this game that can do this. Oh, okay. And, like, so instead of a discard pile, there's just this little cardboard uh, tray that you have. And for whatever reason, I love just tossing the discs into that tray. Like, the size of the tray and the size of the tokens is correct. It's not hard to get the tokens out. And you never – I didn't see anybody miss when they tossed their token into the tray. Like, it was – I did once. Oh, (laughs) Jeff. Jeff. Play uh, a sport! I'd like to point oh out my
1: that god! The, that the setup that they have on the back of the box is impossible because the player has a cacao, <laughs> but a cacao. He, there's no way that he could have gotten a cacao.
0: We didn't talk about cacao, uh, which is one of one part of the game I like. So you touched on it a little bit, Cody. And I know we're d- d- diving deep in this game, but Cody says he likes it, so we got to dive deep. Um, <laughs> That's what I'm saying If I'm saying I like we have it, We're talking opinions, about it So if we talk about it more Maybe we'll, we'll, maybe we'll give the listeners Better insight uh-huh. Yeah I, I don't think this is for everybody
2: But I, I think us three All three going it yeah. does a strong disservice to the game. It's, right.
0: it's a good game.
2: I like it. If this game came out eight years ago, we would be like,
0: holy crap. This what is if a really, really good game. A game really really with the game. same exact mechanics with the exact same thing came out, and it had a fatal flaw, which was that the game went on too long. And in addition, there were empty boards and you couldn't take actions. What if that came out and then they released a sequel and didn't fix that? <laughs> <laughs> then your opinion might be a yeah, little maybe. Is, it, is
1: this the same person who. Yeah, designed it's the, the same album. designer. It's the yeah. same
0: publisher, same design. Like it's the same it's designer. I'm not even kidding when I say, like, the only, the only, like the biggest difference between the two is you don't move around in Orleans and you.
1: Scott, I think one of the major differences between you and Cody and myself is you've been in the gaming community for so long that you have the context to say that he didn't fix those problems. Whereas Fair enough. Cody, have you ever played Orleon? No. Nope. Co- Cody and I haven't been long around, en- around lo- long no, enough. Around long enough. No, you've
2: got it right. A long around enough.
1: We haven't been around long <laughs> enough to know that that's a problem that needed fixing and we just don't operate within that context contextual framework oh yeah i agree with that and so you're you're trying to you're trying to project history onto this game whereas cody and i are just playing it and saying this is a fun game to play which I, that's not a bad thing that yeah you no I'm, i think it's mm-hmm. just an so
0: now i feel a little bad that i said Orleans has a fatal flaw because maybe cody would have played that if i didn't say it and maybe he would have liked that game i had plenty of opportunity to play that game i just yeah. just didn't, <laughs> didn't. yeah, yeah. And um.
2: and so, you know, maybe I'm getting old, but there's definitely, I would, I I don't trust the buzz, the board game community buzz nearly as much anymore. And like if, if I play a buzzed game, it's almost like research right now. Like I'm not like, oh, I can't wait to play this game. I'm like, well, let's see if the buzz is right. Yeah. Uh, whereas if I really want to play something I really like, I'm going to play something... I'm going to play one of the, like, 10 to 15 games that I will play any time. Like, there's... I would rather play games that I'm very comfortable with that I know are up to standard as opposed to all the new hype. Because all... Like, there's, there's... there's a very open ulterior motive to hype in board games. And that is somebody, <laughs> somebody paid to make thousands of them and they yeah. want people to buy them. Like yeah. they are going to spin that up as much as they can. And so, you know, a game, a game that has been evergreen for a while that doesn't exist anymore. There's not somebody that's like, no, everybody trust me. Like it, like it, like it. Like it doesn't have that sort of like desperate, hungry marketing that new right. games do. So it's, fair. it's one of the reasons I think we don't hear about Neusfjord, uh from the community nearly as much. Like that game just came out of nowhere. It was like, hey, here's a game. Yeah, exactly. Because Uwe Rosenberg is an evergreen designer. He makes the game and people see his name and buy the game. Like they don't yeah. have to do that hungry marketing. And I'm yeah. hungry for alpaca. And I think
0: that's why I enjoy playing. Have you
1: ever eaten alpaca?
2: I <laughs> Do you
0: eat alpaca?
2: I feel like you make blankets. <laughs> With alpacas And if you ate them You wouldn't be able
1: To make blankets I feel like you can't But like If it dies of natural causes Like you gotta eat I don't mm, I have no idea I think as I far as
2: Livestock goes That's You You never eat the animal That died of natural causes <laughs> I think Fair you, I,
0: I do want to say <clears> One <throat> um, clever positive thing About the game um, And you touched on it Cody Is that The basic resources In any euro Are wood and stone Right mm-hmm. And in this game Those are like The basic resources To take some of the actions and they're really hard to get, both the wood and the stone.
1: Two food each. It's not that hard.
0: It's not, but two food is a lot, especially when in your mind food isn't that important because it's only really used for like movement. And then frequently you're like, I don't have enough food to move.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, there's no, there's no engine available in the general communal game board to get an alpaca. It doesn't exist correct. on the game board. That's correct. And like, yeah, so that's...
0: Or something about
1: alpacas, and there's but no that makes sense It's awesome. you can't you can't create an alpaca from other yeah, alpacas. You can't just I can't go foraging g- for an alpaca, <laughs> right? Uh,
0: and then all of the resources, like we said, you get victory points based on how valuable the resources. Um, with the exception of cacao, is arguably the most valuable resource in terms of what you can do with it because you can trade that for some of the valuable resources or food, one to one, but. It's really hard to get the cacao, and then at the end of the game, they're only worth one victory point. So it's kind of you got to get it, you know, as early in mid game as you can, use it as much as you can to get your stuff out of it. And both games, I've gone heavy into cacao if I could, or at least gotten one and then always used it. And um, it's good because it has cacao, and you can say cacao,
2: cacao.
0: That's good. It's like uh, so. Ah, you know, when, when you're asking my opinion, I'm not gonna sit here and say it's a terrible, horrible game. I think people should come into Spielbound and play it. Or let their fri- I agree. Or let their friend who buys every game play, that their, play their It's hungry marketer I was coffee. talking
2: about right there. Get I would a just day, recommend... Get a day pass and sit down with Altiplano. Yeah.
0: And you should also sit down with... What are you drinking, Cody?
2: Uh, you're going to tell me. It's a barrel-aged Imperial IPA from... It's a bourbon barrel Imperial Red IPA from Founders. It's Founders Dankwood. Dank. It's
0: a clearly very popular in Canada now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking Sierra Nevada's Otra Vez, which is a gozy, and it's pretty easy drinking and good. You should play Altiplano. No, I mean, that, that would be my recommendation is if you really liked Orleans and you want a different theme, get it. If you've never played it, then play it before you get it because it's got some fun, cool mechanics, but maybe after playing it once or twice, you'll be like, all right, that's enough of that game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it might be. I have a 20 questions game.
0: Oh, he comes back and he
2: doesn't have to. Uh, he doesn't have to ask the questions. Okay, you I guys see how need it is. to. You
1: guys need to re.
0: <coughs> Should this be our like? If we can't get it right here, we just retire twenty questions because we're just terrible. Yeah, at Yeah, we've least.
2: been doing really bad. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get this. guy. You got, need to you unshame and me. yourself. Okay. You and I. I've got Let's the game. do this.
1: I've got it pulled up. I know for a fact that all three of us have played it.
2: Well, that's a huge. That's sweet, cruise. we don't even need to. Uh, we don't
0: even need to ask that question now. I'm
1: there. not claiming that we played it together. Did, oh, you pull up the,
0: did you pull up the Board Game Geek? Yes. So I, I've been trying to do that, but it's like you have to click all these things for the new privacy. i like, won't let me do it on mobile so I can't access my Board Game Geek. Hmm. Yeah, Just
2: thought yeah, I'd that new out new there. Privacy rules. Thank okay. you. Thank uh, you for well, saving us. Yes. Uh, Jeff, is this game more Ameritrash than Euro?
1: So this was the question that I was kind of dreading because I think that you could probably have a debate about that Okay. My classification would be that it's more Ameritrash than Euro. You can okay. just
0: not answer the question.
1: But I, I think there's a there's a there's a debate to be had. Okay. But I think it's Ameritrash. Let's do
0: it, Scott. Let's go with the plan here. Okay. Do you want me to do my yes, shotgun approach? I do. All right. Does this game have a fantasy, space, or medieval theme? No, not medieval uh, or pirate theme.
1: No.
2: So you said fantasy, space, and pirate? Yeah. Um, we need a piece of paper. You have a phone. What? True. Let's see. Fantasy, sp- fantasy and space. Uh, does this game have a zombie, civilization building, or farming theme?
1: According to BGG, yes. It's all we needed. Same so it's not direct. Fantasy
0: Space or
1: Pirate. Pirate but technically one of the
2: three of
1: Civilization Zombie Farming.
0: Zombie Farmer, sim, Zombie Farm Simulator 2000. So, with the way Jeff answers that question, it leads me to believe it's going to be Civilization, which isn't necessarily going to help us. It's like the mm-hmm. worst theme to narrow stuff down. Uh, is it Civilization themed?
1: According to BGG, it is Civilization. All
0: right. So you're at least building up something. Yeah.
2: Great. (laughs) Real helpful. Um, Is the max player count of this game six or more? No.
0: So it's at most a five-player game. Is the max player count of this... Five. Yes.
2: Um Scott, I think it's terraforming Mars. No, you said space. Okay.
0: <laughs> it's yeah, uh, like that game is definitely a Euro. Uh,
2: does this game let's see. Does this game have a box the size of Ultiplano over there or bigger?
1: Yes.
0: Is it bigger than Ticket to Ride? Ticket to Ride is twelve by twelve. Yes. So it's a bigger than Ticket to Ride. So it's a big box. Gotcha. Game. Okay. Um, hmm. Can't be Eclipse because it's not. That's space.
1: Six. I don't. Have you guys been keeping track of the number of questions you've asked? Yeah. Okay. What are you at? Six. I think yeah. it's eight. I have yeah, not I fantasy,
0: yes, yes, civilization, civilization, What about players. his first question? Big box, which was it? Um, what was your answer? I thought that was a freak question. treasure, yeah. So we're on seven.
1: So you're, you're on eight.
0: No, he's asking questions, so he's on seven because he was one.
2: Okay. I'm asking seven? Yeah. Oh, because you asked the box game. Um, it's a big box game, which should box.
0: be really helpful. Yeah. Cause have we played Fortune box. and Glory? Have I played that? I haven't. What's in a big box? Um... Is Comet civilization building? No. It's not Eclipse because of the player count. What's in a big box? What's in a big box? I, I mean, like
1: big box in a
2: It could out. be... Um, you build?
0: Know. Are you building a civilization power grid?
2: <laughs> Ugh. I don't think so. That's a Euro through and through. It's not
0: Rising Sun because player counts are more... It's not scythe it's not wow what big box game is only five players should we get some mechanics
2: or yeah let's go for mechanics uh, does, uh, does this game have dice there will be more than one die
1: <laughs> no I don't believe so Oh, wait there's a picture of the, the, all the things in the game I don't believe it has dice
0: no dice. Does this game have variable power players? Yes. Okay. No dice. Could it be? Um, what's the Isaac Childress game? <gasps> I know what it is. It it could be Scythe, because that's ac- the base game's only five players.
2: Base game's only five. Variable player power. Big
0: box. Big box. We've all played it. Not really a civilization building, but we've all but kind it. of is, yeah. Uh, it could be euphoria's. It's is, is is six play, five players, yeah, because the two at add, that adds on two. The expansion doesn't make it seven. Does euphoria make a... uh?
2: Well, ask some mechanics about. It. So I like ask about area control, or is it my question? And. It, it, I think is your question. Does this game have area control?
1: Yes. It's
2: got area control, Scott. Variable player powers. Mm. No dice.
0: Does this game have minis? Yes. Is this game a legacy game? What? It's not legacy. I know. No. Okay. Um, Is this game designed by Jamie Stegmaier?
1: Yes.
2: Does this game have mechs? Yes. I think we got it, Scott. Okay. I think he's
0: only designed one mech game. I think we have it ruled out. Okay. So what
1: what do you have an answer? Uh yeah.
0: it does this is this game named after a farming implement?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Does this game have a one-word name? It does. Does it start with an S? It does. <laughs> Studebaker Cyclades
1: That's Cichlides. <laughs> You guys are wrong You didn't get it All right We, we have to retire 20 questions size. No she you didn't it. get it
0: Should we stall for five minutes <laughs> Until This until podcast is exactly an hour
1: No I think we I think we, we Short give the l- We
0: give the listeners a break All right Thank you for listening this far Yeah, yeah if
1: you want to contact us Email us Spielcast at Spielbound dot org uh, You can
2: You uh, can Go to Spielbound and book the green room And play games in the room that we record this uh, well, What podcast an opportunity in. Not yeah. every podcast gives you that at opportunity 3229 Harney Street in Omaha, Nebraska
0: Altiplano and you can also get A Dankwood or an UltraVase And some pizza and cookies Yes we got new cookies they're good yeah. You can tweet at us well some of us
2: keep You can
1: always
0: tweet at Spielbound Keep tweeting at me at Scott underscore Odell At
2: Cody Jorgensen
1: I'm not on Twitter
2: uh, thank you, Seven Wonders. Uh, thank you, Moon. I already said Eclipse. I don't need to say it. I said Seven Wonders earlier too, but I don't yeah. know if you'd said Eclipse. Uh, Jeff, do you, you want to thank anyone? Thank you, Afternoon Podcasting. Yes, I thought you were going to say Delight. Thank you, Summer. Thank you, Summer. <laughs> You a werewolf?